Welcome to The Tribe Has Spoken, Tribal Rant's unofficial podcast for the long-running CBS reality series, Survivor. I'm Michelle. And I am Michelle's husband, Mike. And tonight we're podcasting Survivor, Co-Wrong, Season 32, Episode 7, It's Merge Time. Yeah, apparently it is merge time. Yeah, I think that was very um, properly titled, what would you think? Uh, yeah, it was pretty easy <laughs> when the title wasn't it. Well, right, and because really there wasn't a whole lot that went on in this episode except people scrambling to... Uh, There's a lot of plotting and deal-making to keep right. up with. There was quite a, a bit of that. A lot, a yeah. lot. It felt like that was really what the whole episode was. It was kind of a strange episode. It aired on Wednesday, March 30th, and to recap last week, Peter went home. Joe was not happy with Aubrey changing her mind, but Julia sure was happy about it, wasn't she? When Peter went home. Yeah. And um, so that's what happened last week. And we find out that there are 11 survivors left. They're on night 16 when we start this episode. Yeah, and Joe and Aubrey are, uh, are now in trouble. Right. Well, Scott's really frustrated with Joe and Aubrey, and he doesn't trust them anymore because they voted for Julia, and they didn't tell him. And he really felt right. like he was on the end, you know, on the end with Well, they him. thought they had worked it out. Right. They thought they had it worked out, and then Joe switched it up, and um, yeah, Scott was aggravated. Scott told him as much. I wonder if Scott means it when Scott says that's the end of it you know like he's really frustrated he said next tribal council i'll write down joe and mark it out and then aubrey and mark it out and joe Joe until i decide on who right but it meaning it's going to be one of the two of them i feel like it would have been if they hadn't merged and they had to go back to tribal council i'm pretty i think i think they uh they wanted to get rid of those because those are the two the two brain people on their in their group well, right. It was three brain people, though, out of the six, though, right? That's all it was. It was Peter, Aubrey, and Joe, and Scott was on the outs. He was the brawn, and then you had Ty and Julia from the beauty. Right. So, but they kind of formed a pretty tight... Yeah, they yeah they hooked up pretty well. Alliance. I think Scott seemed like he almost had a, would you say, a fatherly protection feeling over Julia once he... Once he welcomed her into that group, I didn't get that, but I, you know, that didn't mean anything. No, it just kind of seemed like that. He just seemed like they were really tight. Okay, the next morning they wake up and that chicken's really going after Ty's food. Ty and this chicken have made friends. Yeah, Ty's got a, I got a chicken. Let's recap the who's left out of Beauty. We've got Nick, Ty, Michelle, and Julia. Okay. Out of Braun, we've got Jason, Sydney, and Scott. And out of Brains, we've got Neil, Aubrey, Joe, and Debbie. This is after the merge. I've jumped ahead a little bit. I know you want to talk about the chicken. But pretty much nothing happens until they, you know, they get together. Right. They start doing their thing. You're right. And it's obvious, you know, that that Jason and Scott are tight from the beginning. I mean, as soon as, as soon as Jason comes up on the boat, Scott carries him, you know, on shore, and you can tell. I mean, the brawn <laughs> yeah. people are tight, tight. The brawn people are tight. They are very tight. But and there's I only three of them. Yeah, but I don't think that that's necessarily a great strategy to let everybody see how tight you are with everybody else. Yeah, but how do you not? I mean, how hard would it be? 
okay, we've just said when they when they merge us day seventeen, and they haven't seen these people, and how hard would it be to keep the um, keep these people in your good graces? How hard would it be for these brawn people who've not been together for several days now? How hard would it be? Like for them to know, I guess is what I'm saying. They're all essentially strangers. And I know in times of stress you can form tight bonds with people and all that kind of stuff. But if they didn't have a tight connection and show it essentially to everybody, then would you trust those people that you felt close with? I think it would. you'd have a discussion about it. Look, I've been watching Survivor for ever since it's, uh, since the beginning. Right. And it's occurred to me that if people see how tight you are, people try to break up a tight group. So let's not be too obvious about it. And since we're not going to be too obvious about it, let's not get nervous about it. If you, yeah. if you're not Everybody's fit. just, they, they lie, you know. So, I mean, how easy would that be for somebody to say that to you if that were your mindset and lie? Well, I mean, then you run the risk of, of I what, agree. What they're running the risk of right now, especially on the Braun team. The Braun team, it's a double whammy because they're so tight and they're viewed as, you know, the main physical challenge out there that's left. Well, just to backtrack a little bit, um, Sydney starts noticing that Neil has the idol and that kind of circulates around before they did merge. But then the boat comes up. Well, and and Jason points out that he has an idol. So his idol with... Um, he pointed out to Sydney, or he just pointed out to the camera crew? No, he pointed it out to the camera crew. Right. Because um, Jason says that he knows that Neil has an idol. All they do is notice a bulge in his, in his cargo pocket of his shorts. And Jason says, yeah, it, it's an idol because I know what it looks like. And I've got another, I've got one. So, you know, he just, he, he points that out. He recognizes the shape of it. But then the boat comes, they give them five minutes, and they're going to merge. Get all their stuff and go right. to the other, their new home. And then we have the intro. So, I mean, all this stuff happened before that. And then we come back, and they the Chanlo tribe comes floating up on Gondol's Beach. So now they're all on the Gondol Beach. And the Gondol people had no idea. They were lounging and laying around and just saw them come. Yeah, you know. they didn't know it until they were on top of them. And this is where you're talking about Scott was so excited, grabs Jason and carries him on the beach. And Aubrey's so happy because she said now they have a chance. And she was ready to, like, sever her alliance with Joe because she... Yeah, she saw Joe she as a problem, yeah. Yeah, well, she just felt like they were a problem together, that they were going to be picked off, I think, together. I mean, she and Joe didn't have any specific uh, beef, did they? No. Yeah. No, it was just self-preservation. Debbie's still flirting with Nick. She says she's married, but she wanted to cuddle with him. They brought food, and so I told you, did I tell you she was flirting last week? You said, no, she's not flirting. That's just the way she is. And She's... Uh She's annoying a few people on here, too. She was really, yeah, that was kind of interesting what they were doing. strong arming. But what was happening was they were all drinking. They were eating and drinking, and they started getting tipsy. First, they were, like, drunk with food because they haven't had all this kind of meat and, you know, heavy food. And then the alcoholic beverages that they were giving them, and everybody was just really talking. It kind of goes back to what you said, how the Braun tribe was so very tight. They were tight, but then the Braun tribe, you know, Jason particularly loosened up. 
and a lot of folks started noticing that how you know he was a little annoying and I think Nick even called him not Nick uh, yeah Nick called him uh, stupid called him stupid so they would be easy to pick off right right and um, I don't think they're stupid no I don't think that well I mean I think they've shown that they're not the Braun tribe they're not especially Scott well Sydney too well, Jason, the, none of them are stupid. None of them are, I, I think he used the word idiots. And it's just like this um, kind of feeling of superiority that some of these players have. Nick, I think, particularly, he, you know, he really felt superior, don't you think, to a lot of these other players. He said that how, how easy the Braun tribe would be. Uh, to just manipulate, essentially, and pick off. He said something like that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But essentially, what this whole time was, was them deciding, were they going to go brains with... Beauty. Beauty, or brawn with beauty. Beauty seemed to be... It was brains versus brawn. And then they were both vying for beauty. Yeah, they were both trying to, to sway the beauty people, yeah. Because there seemed to be some kind of contention. And Jason felt like that uh, beauty always goes with the jocks. That's what, that was his rationale. And it, they were going back and forth, you know, in their conversations with each other. It was kind of up in the air for a while until, you know, at, at the end. It was up in the air the whole time, it seemed like. Well, right at the end, you know, where Nick was or close to the end, where Nick was talking to Michelle and saying, look, we're going to go. Because the Braun are idiots. We want to keep them around. That's where he said No, that. no. He, what he said was, we're going we're gonna to go with, with Braun, and we're going to start taking out the brains because nobody would vote for Jason. He's already pissed a lot of people off. I'm talking about the end vote. And nobody will vote for Scott because he's already got money. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna side with them. This was his rationale. Now this forward thinking rationale is pretty smart. It I is. Think. Sm- it is smart, but I don't think it necessarily works that way on Survivor. I think that's old thinking. I think a lot of times on the on the jury, the people who vote actually vote for the people that they feel like played the hardest game now. And they don't let a lot of that other uh, stuff come into it. A lot you, of times. You know, no, you might be right, but, but since Nick's never been on a jury, maybe he's not made that observation. He's just... No, but he's he, watched. I mean, he, I've never yeah, been on he's, one. He's worked this out in his mind. Yeah. This is his rationale. This is not based on anything other than his his belief about what people will do. But I just thought it was... I thought it was pretty smart to be looking that far forward to see who you want to to, to team up with now. Right, I just to team that up was with at the very end. Really sure. strategic, a real strategic move on his part. Yeah, I don't know. There's something that's off-putting to me about the way Nick is playing this. Well, me too. I said it last I'm not, time. I don't, yeah, I'm not, that, that's notwithstanding. All I'm, talk, all I'm doing is making an observation about his stri- his strategic play, which is sound. But Debbie... She was the one that's always been like this uh, behind the curtain manipulator, Not now, pulling the though. strings she was, and everything. She was in everybody's face, strong arming everybody. You're with us, right? Yeah, she was very aggressive and she was pushy. Yeah, seemed to be turning people off. How about that ball balancing challenge? 
Yeah, that was pretty rough, wasn't it? Good Lord. Yeah. I wouldn't have even, I mean, I'd have just went ahead and thrown, thrown my balls on the ground and sat down. Well, i got to tell you, it was interesting to me to see who, we see this a lot of times, who has that kind of yoga ability. I don't really know what else to call it, that kind of balance and endurance kind of thing. People who can find their center. But that's pretty, it was pretty impressive. I always like to see who can do that and who does the best with those kind of challenges. Joe was immediately out. Then Debbie. I was surprised Debbie was out that quick. But she's kind of, uh, is it fair to say she's kind of like a nervous type maybe? I mean, she's so, you know, wiry and small and everything that you would yeah. think she could do good. But it would be hard for her to sit still. To be still. We enough. just don't see her still that that's way. A, yeah. Maybe that's a nicer way to and put Julia it. And Julia made it so far, just like a statue, without moving. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, uh, the last time they put the three balls on the plate, it was over. Yeah. Well, Quickly. yeah. Yeah, for her and Ty. Uh, but I just wanted to point out here that Sydney, man, that girl's an inspiration. I mean, to look at and yeah. everything. She's so calm. She looks rock solid in this thing. She does, I mean, you know. She never gives herself away when she's talking to somebody. Mm-mm. She's uh, got that, she's got a great poker face. Yep. I hope she goes a long way. Of course, you know, whenever we wish somebody to go a long way, that's usually the kiss of death. Well, hopefully not. Yeah. But Nick wins this challenge were you surprised what'd you think about that uh i wasn't surprised but i mean he he did he did well he had a few uh rough moments there in the beginning where he was losing his balance his balls were rolling around and he regained his composure i was surprised because he's so he's such a tall person and usually it seems like people who are shorter i guess their center of gravity is closer to the ground (laughs) well (laughs) i mean isn't that true it would have to be (laughs) you know what i mean though and um i don't know i just I'm not a physics major, but I would say yes. A short person's center of gravity is closer to the ground than a taller person's center of gravity. Well, this is where Neil's saying that the four brains are going up against the bullies. He yeah, calls them the bullies. Now, where did he's, he get that? Well, what did you think about that? Well, he well, he hadn't yet made up his mind. No, but well, Neil. This was Neil. Oh, Neil. Neil said that. Okay, him. I thought you said Nick. Uh, I don't know. Neil. Why would he? They really seem to have like contention between the brain and the and the yeah. brawn. Yeah, I started that, to say the brain and the bullies. The no. brain and the brawn. Um, but I didn't picture the brawn being bullies. Did you? Not at all. And I'm I'm just gonna like stand on a soapbox for one second and say that I really hate it. Bullying is a terrible thing, and I hate it when that word is misused. It's really like one of my knee-jerk kind of reaction things. Denise was behaving more bully-esque, really, than anybody so far. Yeah, but but still, I wouldn't call that bully. Bully to me is a serious word. I know, I know what you mean. She was pushy, but I didn't even see. And now, of course, we don't see everything. You know how they show us what they want us to see. But I just didn't see that, and I I personally didn't like that word. I didn't like Neil using that word. I think that word should be reserved. For bullies and not just for. When they showed up at the challenge, and everybody was showing their sores, those big oozing sores. Yeah, what's up with that? We've never seen this developing. before. This must be something that's uh, that that's specific to this area for for whatever reason, because that more than one person had pretty much the same thing, and then Ty. You know, he had scraped himself up pretty good, but the doctor said that he was, you know, his his wounds was, looked great. They were healing great. Right, he was scabbing but up. that sore on Nick's knee and the and the 
ugly one on his back, which looked worse than any of them. But the doctor was less concerned about that one than any of the others. Mm-hmm. The one on his knee, which had ruptured and and now was open to the elements and, and could get infected. It was and, infected. And affect the joint. Yeah, but the infection, as the doctor said, could go to the joint. Right, that's what and, he was concerned about. And it about. would be a lifetime, a life-altering um uh, injury. Yeah, didn't he say it could like destroy the joint? Could destroy or the joint like in a matter of hours. Yeah. And so it must be something really nasty. Something really strong and nasty out there. And, and Jeff thought enough about it to get the doctor out to visit them. You know, after the challenge. And those are some nasty looking boils. I mean, just rough looking under the skin. You yeah, know, they, they were huge. He under was like, the skin. The doctor yeah. came in. He's like pinching the the actual. Uh, not underneath the skin. I'm with you, that you though. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. But you know, wondering what that is in this in this area, right? Because we've, we've never seen anything no. like this. Well, Scott, like you said, the other Scott has a, bo- a boil on his upper thigh, and it's infected. But they can just watch that one. Aubrey has this huge boil on her thigh, and under the skin, it's like I mean, it's really large, and um. They want to start her on antibiotics. Ty is good. He's uh, Ty needs nothing except his chicken and the coconut. That's right. He's scabbing over, and his scabs look good, and don't, doesn't look like there's any infection. But now he doesn't have the boils. Ty has the no, scrapes no, no. Yeah. from the tree. Right. So his are a little bit different. But then Neil has this huge, gross, pussy-looking thing on his knee, and another black, boily-looking, rough-looking thing, thing on, his on his back. back. It's like a double head in it or something, or triple, or really or it's rough. huge. Ugh. Yeah. And um, the doctor says that the back thing isn't as bad, but the knee is dangerous. And Neil starts to cry because they're pulling him from the game. That would be really an emotional thing. You're out there and you've played this hard. And he felt fine. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, but, you know, when those infections go south. And then, and then he leaves with the idol. He didn't well, pass the idol off to anybody. I mean, but he I'll, goes to say goodbye to everybody. And he kind of gave, I, I made a note that he gave like a scent of a woman's speech. He was very eloquent, and he has everybody crying. They're crying as as he's leaving, and uh, not everybody, but several of them were. And Aubrey's upset because it's her number one ally, but but she wants that idol. She's like, is he going to give me the idol? Right. She's waiting for some kind of secret handshake where she gets it, and it never comes. He gets in the boat and goes away with it. I thought that was pretty... Uh I thought that was pretty lame. Did you think he thought about it? I mean, he was being medically evac'd. Do you think he thought? Yeah, he was did? in game mode. He was he was upset that he had to leave the game. The game was the first thing on his mind, he, and he and he got the idol in his pocket the whole time. So yeah, he was aware that he was leaving with the idol. He didn't forget he had an idol. She calls him an sob. Well, uh, I'm sure that she probably meant it because that was you know she's she's in bad shape now. Okay, now, we talked about Nick winning this immunity challenge. It was the first individual immunity challenge that they had. And now there's going to be no tribal council tonight because Neil went home. Right. So Nick is saying that Aubrey's lucky that due to a medical evacuation, she gets to stay a couple more days. Let me ask you a question, though. I was thinking about it. How frustrating would that be? If you went to all that trouble to win the idol, and because you win these idols, particularly the individual immunity, seems like you have a lot of power 
It's, we've seen it again and again. I don't really understand that dynamic, but it, but it does seem to play out. So I respect it, even though I don't understand it. That the person who has this individual idol has a lot of power over who goes home. They really have a lot of say in it. They're really able to sway to sway the vote. We see it all the time. So Nick won this, and then he doesn't get any say at all in who goes home. It's almost like like a moot point. It's almost yeah. like they. You know, he didn't have to win. It's a big letdown, yeah. I see what you're saying. I, I've uh, I've not really noticed that before, but I, I do understand what you're saying, and I think that dynamic exists for sure when somebody gets uh, the immunity idol and the challenge. Well, you'll have to notice it next, or, you know, as as we play out, because particularly once we get down to where they're well, I'll doing be looking for it now that individual, it yeah. Because Just it, like I do when you point everything out. Oh, is that what it I is? I look for everything you point out. Well, next time, uh, the brains are on the outs because there's not as many of them, but things look like they might be crumbling in some of the teams. We see, like, some some bickering and stuff. And Yeah, and so, Sydney's having a problem, it looks like, with Jason. It looks like. Small problem. Not, yeah. They may just be making it look that way. Yeah, I'm not sure. This, this whole uh, episode was just... It was, like you said, don't you think, a lot of scheming over, like, you know, getting back together with certain people and trying to figure out who you can align with to have the number. Yeah, there was a lot of maneuvering. I'm sure that Tribal Council would have probably been all over the place. I don't think there's any cohesiveness yet. I think Nick and Michelle have probably provided the 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 most, um, the mo- the, the biggest glimpse into what we can we can look for with those at least those two beauty people teaming up with the uh, brawn and bringing right. somebody else. But you know. Ty, I think Ty might Ty's be going with, with Scott, Scott yeah, right? Ty, yeah. And Julia might go with Scott, too. I didn't see any yeah. kind of cohesiveness, I mean, with so Julia. I think, yeah, so I think it'll be... Uh, uh, so they've got well, a and, lot and, of and, of course, they were looking out for Julia at that tribal council mm-hmm. where she was happy, and she knows that they didn't write her name down. She remembers that they didn't write her name down. So she, you're probably right. She's probably going to be loyal to them, too. So they'll have the entire former beauty group with them picking off the uh, what's left of the brains. And then they'll just, like Jason said, they'll just figure it out when they get to seven. Yeah. I don't know, Well, but he says that that he and Scott already have it figured out, though, didn't he? Yeah, and then they were laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's like, we'll figure it out, but we, we've already figured it out. Um, They're a little too overconfident. Nick's right. They don't want to let they don't want to let a lot of people see that. Yeah, yeah, I I can see that, but I mean I don't know that they said that in front of anybody, you know. But they said it in front of Nick. Yeah, they did. They did. But but they really invited Nick in. Did you notice that? I mean, mm-hmm. they really like just quickly. Yeah, they wanted Nick, and I I don't think they were doing it in a uh, manipulative kind of way. It was just like a here, Nick, you're one of us kind of thing. It felt like, you know, like they just felt like That's a... That's what it looked like. From I, what but I don't it, know. Yeah. I don't know. But this wasn't probably my favorite episode. I know, First of all, I hate it when people are medically taken out of the game. I hate that. That's like such a hard thing. I completely understand why they did it. They did it to Caleb. Now they've done it to, uh, to Neil. And this is a rough one. They've already had two people. And it's day 19. But the whole the whole rest of the thing, the whole rest of the whole episode, in, uh, except for the immunity challenge, which wasn't that long, 
was just maneuvering of people and trying to figure out who was going to uh, align with which tribe and stuff like that. So I know you have to have episodes like that sometimes, I guess, to kind of get the inside feel of what's going on and what everybody's thinking, but um, it was hard for me to even keep track of. And yeah. we podcast this, you know, but it was hard to keep track of who was really on whose side and who was really saying we'll, stuff. We'll to, find out a lot about uh, the direction probably next week. I think so. I think so. Well, they're down to ten players, so that's... Getting on down there. That's mm-hmm. pretty far down. It's easy to remember everybody's name now. It's getting easier finally, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you'll connect with us here at Tribal Rant and become part of our The Tribe Has Spoken podcast. Mike, if people want to get a hold of you and disagree with everything we've just said and say, no, you're wrong, the Braun Tribe is not cocky, how do they get a hold of you? You can send that foolishness to me at, <laughs> at uh, uh, Mike from TN. And I'm at Michelle from TN. Also, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash tribal rant. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn, so you can subscribe to us there. Please like us and rate us if you like what we're doing. Ratings are a really great way to help a podcast that you like, so if you like what we're doing here, give us a rating and leave us a review. And, of course, all this information is on tribalrant.com, where you can email us or leave us a message, and we'd love to hear from you. So don't forget, we also have a Walking Dead podcast here on Tribal Rant. It's called The Walking OG. If you like The Walking Dead, then check out that podcast. Also, we're now doing a The Americans podcast. We started it in Season 4. Episode 3 actually comes on tonight, and we're so excited about this brand new podcast. I love it. I love doing it. And, uh, you know, it's from a period where we were, you know, young adults, so it's pretty neat. I don't know if you have to tell everybody, all right? <laughs> well... You were just a baby. Okay. Yeah. Not not really. Actually, you were. We really enjoy it. It's on uh, Amazon Prime right now. The first three seasons are. If you haven't seen it. Yeah, you should go binge watch it and binge catch up. Binge watch it. It's really, it's really great. great. And then, it's really fantastic television show. And then come back and check out our podcast. It's called American Reds. And that's our the Americans podcast here on TravelRant.com. So it's one of our... It's it's exciting. It's deep. We really enjoy talking about it. So. We like it a lot. We do, and you will too. Uh, you you might. So if you no, don't you have anything, like if you don't have anything else, I don't have anything else. Okay. I'll just wait, wait one thing. My notes. Okay. Because I don't need them anymore. You don't. Okay. We'll see you next time. Oh, I made it. <laughs> Did you yeah. finally? Hey, it must be mm-hmm. fine. Yep. Okay. Now, just so you know, the the waste basket that I just threw my notes in, it's like thirty feet away. And I just or four. threw it up into the air, and, and it was like nothing but net. didn't come off the backboard or anything. So there you go. There's one for you, Scott. <laughs>